Hi, and welcome to today's podcast, where I'll be joined by one of our members from our Atoat gym. He shares his story with us and explains how fitness has helped him deal with depression and social anxiety. Many people choose not to speak up about these issues and they suffer in silence. So have a listen to this today and see what can happen when you reach out and speak to somebody. This is the Jer Conroy Fitness Podcast. Podcast. For more, see jerconroy.ie. John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much and thanks for the invite. Thank you, John. Thank you. Um, so today, funny enough, John, it's actually one year to the day we had to close down the gyms. So 12 months on, I see during those 12 months, you've been exercising pretty much every day at home when the gyms weren't open. Um, and I seen this morning on your Instagram, you're on day 75. So it's 75 days since you were last in your gym because we had to close down. Am I right? That's right, yeah. Um, yeah. So during the, the lockdowns, it can, get, it can get tough on people at home with no access if they're used to going to the gym. So I just set myself a challenge. Yeah. After the gyms are back opened, I'm going to work out every day. Very good. We're 75 days into it now. Yeah, you're consistent. I have to give you that fair play. And yeah. I've been watching every day and liking the posts and you're putting videos up as well. It's very good. It's very inspirational for a lot of people as well. Yeah, well, the, the reason I'm, I'm putting it up on Instagram and Facebook is just to make myself accountable. Yeah. So that, that I'll do them and people will see, or maybe well, John did put his post today. So it's encouraging me to get it done and, and post it up, if you know what I mean. Well, you're so it's giving me some accountability. You better believe it, because I'm watching as well. And if I see a day yeah. you don't put it up, you better believe yeah. it. Where is he? You. Where is he? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, look, tell me, where did all this start? Like, obviously, you're you're really, I suppose, maybe addicted to exercise now at this stage. But um, where did it all start? Like, when did you first decide you wanted to start exercising? And why did you start exercising? Um, the reason, I suppose, there's lots of reasons people people start exercising, whether it's to lose weight or to put on muscle. For me, it was I had mental health issues. So I go back a, a little bit in time to try and give people an understanding of kind of where it all started. So I suppose about nine, ten years ago, I was living in, in Blanchestown. Um, I was working for a dog training company. I was living on my own. Had two dogs and I couldn't really afford where I was living um, with the, the salary that I was on. So things started to go, go a bit pear-shaped for me and especially with, with, with interacting with people as well. Once I went home from work, I wouldn't talk to anyone for the rest of the night until the next day I went, in, went into work. So then things started to go wrong and all the rest. And this went on for maybe two, three years. And I started getting down on myself. I didn't want to talk to people, stuff like that. And then I, I met Regina, which turns out it was a, an absolute lifesaver. Um, so I was grand again for a while. Uh, we moved out of Blanchestown. We moved to where we are now, up between Ashburn and Slane. And things were brilliant for a while. Then everything came back to haunt me again. But this time it came back even worse. So this, I'd say, went on for another two years. And it just came to a head one day. I was down walking the dogs. And 
had two choices to make. I was either going to make a stupid decision or I was going to make a, a good decision. So switch wood, I made the right decision and I came home and I walked into the sitting room and just said to Regina, there's something wrong. And she knew, she knew because we didn't talk. I used to sit on the couch at night, just staring at the television. And she knew there was something wrong, but she, she thought I didn't love her anymore. And she was probably afraid to say it. So she said, right, make an appointment, go to the doctor. So we went to the doctor and she told me exactly what was wrong. I was depressed. Uh, but the minute I walked out of that doctor, it was like it was a huge lift from off my shoulders. And myself and Regina, and we had Sean at the time, went for a walk. And I swear, I don't think I talked as much on that walk as I ever did for the four years previously. All because I just went and said it to Regina. There was something wrong. So, to end it all, I went to the GP. She gave me medication. She said I needed to get... Uh, some counselling. So I went and I got counselling and not only did I have uh, depression, I had social anxiety as well for spending all that length of time on my own and I talked to people. So, and that's where, where the gym came in. I was thinking for thinking about it for a long, long time. Um, and I was listening to people on television say, get out and do some exercise, even if it's a walk and this, that, and the other. But I couldn't really understand that part because I was walking every day for an hour with the dogs, but I wasn't feeling any better. Um, so I needed, I needed something else. So I just happened to go to a box fit class in Ashburn. Um, we were on the winter nights. I think it was a Tuesday, Tuesday and Thursday. And straight away, it was that kind of exercise that I needed to make me start feeling better. Um, so I done, I done that for a while and then the times didn't suit because I used to work in the evenings in the summer months. So I think a two week, three week period passed that I didn't, didn't do one. And Regina noticed straight away I was starting to slip back into the bad days and not being in good form. And, been down and down about myself. And then I just spotted on, on Facebook one of the days that you were opening up uh, Facing Rat Hot. I think I'd seen it on the Rat Hot Facebook page. And straight away, sent a message uh, wanting to know will you have early morning classes? And the answer I got back was yes. And I was the very first one in on the very first day on the very first six o'clock class. And to be honest, I haven't looked back since. So coming from where I was and to now, the, the change is unbelievable. Now, I, I won't say it's all got to do with, with uh, exercise, like obviously the medication, counselling. Uh, I suppose for me, getting a, a good night's sleep is really important that I'm able to start the next day like, I mean, with energy, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, but up to up, since I started doing the proper, the proper exercise, I think the walking, it wasn't working for me. 
it was it was part of me everyday life anyway, even when it was bad with depression. So I, I think I just needed to push myself that little bit more. You'd probably have a better understanding of, of the exercises that that I probably needed to do to, to get my brain taken in a different way. So that's that's where we are at the minute. And I haven't stopped going to the gym since. Yeah, it's a very um it's a very common thing, the kind of common story. I hear so many people talking about things like this, but everybody has their own actual situations they went through, like you talking about living on your own. That's not gonna be good for people's mental health if they're not interacting with other individuals. No. Um and and people are told to go out and exercise, and that means going out walking. First of all, walking is a form of exercise, but if you're walking most days, doing, doing some sort of distance like 5K walking every day or whatever, well, then it's not getting you out of your comfort zone. So maybe that's why you needed to exercise in a gym environment and like sweating. Like you're not going to sweat yeah. when you're walking if you're walking all the time, but if you're somebody who's gone from the couch, not walking at all, to now going walking, whether it be even 1K or 2K or 3K, you'll eventually start to, to sweat, you know? Um, and that is different for them. That is getting them out of their comfort zone, but walking for you just wasn't getting you out of your comfort zone. So probably that's why it didn't work. Yeah. And everybody and, is different. Yeah. And I, 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 could, I could not understand at the time why, why it's not working for me. It actually nearly made me feel worse. Mm. You know, that I'm exercising every day and walking for an hour with dogs. I'm still feeling the same. And that's because you were told, yeah. well, you've seen on TV, yeah, yeah. getting out walking. So you just assumed that was that's the Bible. They said go walking, so I need to go walking, and that'll help. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but for like, I mean, there might be someone out there that was in the same boat. And my my advice to him is try and push yourself on a little bit more. Like, try a box hit class, try a strength and conditioning class, or hit class, or whatever it may be, and, and, and the, see does that work. Yeah, the thing is, it's everybody is different and everybody is going to enjoy different forms of exercise. So some people will just not enjoy walking. Some people like yourself were already walking. So it's not going to be any different for you. Some people won't enjoy going to a gym or won't enjoy going to a fitness class. So I always say that it, it, not everybody enjoys it. I understand that. But I think the most important thing to do is just to do something, whether it's walking, jogging, running, cycling, going for a swim or going to a gym and training on your own or going to a class in a class environment, in a group environment, I just think it's very important that you actually do something. Now, yes. you are very lucky the fact that you tried something and it didn't work. And you are basically told, in your mind, you are told this is what works because you've seen yeah. it on TV. Yeah. But very power to you that you just didn't stop there. You went and tried something else because there's not a lot of people that do try something else. Yeah. But I, I, I think I put that down to the, the counselling that I got at the time as well. Mm. Kind of taught me a different way of thinking, um, especially when it came to having to go into groups of people. Whereas, like, growing up, I had never any problems in dad's holidays, go to the pub with all the boys, all the rest, never bothered. But after this period of, of living on my own, that kind of set me back to where I was. And How long were you living to on? Go, I was living on my own, I'd say, for about two or three years. Um, and, and like every day was a struggle, you know, whether it be financially or 
not talking to people, stuff like that. And I think over time, that's what made the depression and the social anxiety as bad as it was. Um, but it took for me to walk into that first boxing class, like I mean, I think a week before, I was sweating, I was getting uh, sick feeling in my belly, you know, that sort of way. That was gradually building up, building up. But because of the counselling, the kind of, what's the word? Prepared you for it? Well, the, the, yes, exactly. Prepared me for it. They, they told me these feelings were going to happen, not to fight against them. Mm. Just they're, they're normal emotional feelings. Just go with them. Go to your class and then tell me how you feel afterwards. And mm. I came home to Regina that night and I was buzzing. And that's why I, I, again, depending on the exercises that I'm doing, I feel great after. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're, you're winning that little battle with your own head. Mm. You, did, you didn't get me this time. I got you. You know, it's a sort, sort of way. Yeah. It's like winning a medal. Of course, yeah. Daily battle. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's. I don't think it'll ever be a hundred percent. Like I still get bad days, but I have the tools to deal with them now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know them days are going to end. And that's also very important. What you said a few minutes ago as well. You went and you done exercise. You took medication and you went to counseling. That's three different kind of forms of trying to deal with it. Some people try none of them. Some people try one of them, or some people might try two, but I haven't heard many people trying three. Um, I know there is a lot of people that try three, just not many people would say, mention it to others, I suppose. But when, when you talk about, and the reason I'm saying that is because some people will try one form of that. They will go to counseling. If that doesn't work, they just give up. Some people do try medication. If that doesn't work, they just give up. It could be the wrong medication for them. Like I'm not a doctor. I'm certainly not a counselor. I just know from listening to people over the years, what will work for them, what doesn't work for them. And you do kind of hear that. Again, I always say everybody is different. Like it's like a personal training program. Just because I design a personal training program for one person doesn't mean it's going to work even for their brother or their sister or their twin. You know, it's not always exactly. the case. Yeah. Um, so it's important to to point out that you actually done the three of them. Now, but which I, one I, of them? I think I think like even with my medication starting off, um, it wasn't right. Uh, I had to get a stronger dose of it. Yeah, and also the time that I was taking it, I was I used to take it in the mornings, and it can make it a bit drowsy. So I was feeling tired of myself. I've heard that a lot. So the yeah. doctor, the doctor told me to take them before I go to bed, mm. and since I made them changes, they're they're fine. Um, like with with the counselling, uh, counselling was good because it helped you try and think of a different way than what you were normally thinking of. And then the fitness, it's like, for me, it's like you're winning these little battles inside mm. your head, mm. which the three then combined and, and sleep is really important as well. Of course. That I, know, I know if I don't get not proper night's sleep, um, I'm not going to be in the best form the next day. Yeah. So I people, think, 
sleep is really important, important as well. Yeah, people really underestimate sleep. They really, really do. And yeah. I was just going to say a couple of minutes ago, out of those three, as in exercise and going to counselling and taking medication, it doesn't matter which one of them works for you or if or if all of them works for you. It doesn't matter once you're trying to do something about it. Yes, exactly. Like, I mean, I don't care if I have to do... Like, I don't, I don't do the counselling anymore, mm. but at the time, it was huge help. Yeah. So, between the medication and the exercise now, um, if I have to do that for the rest of my life so that I don't go back to where I was, happy days, that's what can, I'll do. And can I ask, was there ever a time when you were doing the counselling and then you stopped and then you found you had to go back again or when you stopped, did you just never go back? No, I had to go back, uh, I'd say about three times. So okay, I, 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 Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to ask, what was the gap? Like when you went the first time and then you stopped, how long was it before you felt you had to go back again? Right, so the first the first uh, time I went to the counsellor, I, I done a session a week for about a month. Um, and then we stopped and it took a break. But after about three weeks, I had to go back again. Mm. And went back, I don't know, I can't remember how long I went back for again, but I think around two to three weeks, each time I stopped, I had to go back and, and talk to him again. Uh, but again, with said depression and, and anxiety, it's, I'm not going to sit here and say it's an easy fix. Like, I mean, it's ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. And, and, and I don't want to sound harsh, but you have to put in the effort to try and, and change your mindset. Because well, if, if, if you don't try and, and put in the effort to change your mindset, it's not going to change for you. Like a lot of people might not be able to understand that as well. A lot of people might say, oh, well, it's easy for you to say, or you had this, or you had a wife to support you, or whatever it may be. Like I said, everyone has their own kind of situations and their own thoughts to, to get through. How would you, what, what would you say to somebody, I suppose, if they're in a bad place right now, like you were before, you made that decision to go and talk to Regina? Yeah. Um, what if somebody is very nervous to take that step to talk to somebody, what would you say to them? Well, my advice would be you, you have to choose the right person for us to tell. The, the, the worst thing you, you, you can do is tell somebody and say, just say, take me for instance, and I went and said to one of my buddies, and they turned around and said, just man up. Like, you, don't, you don't want to be hearing the likes of that. That, that just destroy you. So you, first, you really need to trust the person that you're telling to. And if you have, a, say, a problem with actually coming out and saying it verbally, I would, I would advise you to write it down. Write it on a letter. Very good. Send yeah. them an email, whatever, whatever it takes, mm -hmm. so that you're getting it out and getting to that person that you trust. And I guarantee you, after you even write it and give it, that's half the battle, you yeah. know. That's, um, that's something to touch on as well. When you say tell the right person, sometimes you might not know who the right person is. Sometimes you might not know how people are going to react when they hear something like that. Because um, some people might hear it and think, oh my God, I don't know what to say. I've never heard something like this before. They're not a qualified counsellor. Like, you know, like we're, yeah. we're not qualified counsellors. So you might not know how to deal with it. So when people tell you these things, it's very important just for other people listening. If somebody says something like this to you, 
especially obviously don't tell them just a man up because this is a very oh, yeah. very important yeah. thing they're trying to tell exactly. you here yeah. um yeah. but also not to tell them i suppose ah you'll be grand it's the typical irish saying you'll be grand yeah yeah i just have have a point you'll be grand here have another point you'll be grand take your mind off things because drink might take your mind off i suppose for for a couple of hours but then reality hits i suppose again after that so i'm glad you said that tell the right person but also if you're somebody who is that person that a friend or family member has reached out to you try and get them to seek help you're not the counselor like if somebody comes to me like many times people would come to me and tell me they're depressed anxiety social anxiety we'll touch on that in a minute as well I always say to them, first and foremost, I'm not a counsellor. Like some people might approach me about something just because I talk about mental health issues on social media, but I'm not a counsellor. I always make that very clear. So yeah. please go and speak to a, a doctor or just go straight to counselling. Um, they might be able to recommend, whether it's exercise, whether it's, I'd always recommend exercise anyway because science has, has proven exercise can help. It's not going to cure in all cases any type of yeah. mental health issues, but it can help you. So obviously I'm going to recommend exercise, but I would also recommend if it's, if you don't feel it's working straight away, almost go and speak to a counselor or a doctor about it and get professional qualified advice. But that's, if someone does say that to you, do react in the right way. If you don't know how to react, just tell them to go and speak to somebody else. And maybe if somebody says these things to you and you say to them, I'd recommend you go and see a counselor, maybe follow up with them a couple of days later. And, and ask them, have they? Because they might have just said nothing, being disappointed with your reaction that you didn't actually sit and talk to them because some people don't want to sit and talk about it in case they give the wrong advice. So yeah. maybe follow but up with them, I suppose. Yeah, like if someone came to me and and I have people say to me that they're, they're, they had depression and they were down in themselves. The first, the first thing I do say to them is, have you seen your GP? Mm. And uh, often enough to have, and they're on medication, and, and then I do ask them, have they got any counselling? Did you get any counselling? And they would say, no, I'm not into that. See, the thing with the counselling as well, Jerry, is the counsellor themselves, the same as, as your personal trainers, you have to click with that counsellor. Yeah. I, I believe you do. Yeah, I was just point. lucky. I was lucky that the first counsellor I went to, I, I clicked with me. Now, it could be a case that if I had to go to a different counsellor, he mightn't have clicked with me and I could probably feel worse coming out than I did going in, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I think I that's you. really important as well. Yeah, I get you. Um, that's that's a good point as well, because if you go to counselling and you're on medication and, and exercise or whatever, and it doesn't seem to be working, again, the, I suppose the message is don't give up. Try a different counselor, try a different medication, yeah. try different forms of exercise, try a different exactly, gym, yeah. whatever it may be, try a different personal yeah. trainer. Most definitely, because that's the case. You you kind of put it in my terms there, a personal trainer. You have to click with the trainer to be able to, to want to go all the time. If you're with a personal trainer and after a month you're not seeing results, what are you going to do? You're either going to stop exercising or you're going to go somewhere else. Well, why exactly, don't we yeah. stop, go somewhere else? And that's the same with a counselor. Um, yeah. That's a great point, John. Great point. Can I ask you about social anxiety? Because people talk about mental health issues and you always hear it's anxiety and it's depression. And people don't know what anxiety is. People don't know what depression is. Some people have anxiety and they don't realize they're anxious or they have anxiety until a counselor actually says it to them. 
Yes. You're feeling like this because you have anxiety and they might think, oh, is that what it is? I didn't have a name for it. I just thought I was feeling this way. Or you are just depressed. This is why you're feeling like that. Oh, is it? I just thought I was different to everybody else. Um, but social anxiety, explain then what that actually is. So many right. people have this, but they, they don't even know they have it or they, they just don't know what it's called, they, this feeling they have inside. So can you give me an example of, of it, please? Right. So the, the way it works for me is maybe not so much now. It can, it, can, it can come back now and again. But back when it was really bad, if I had to go somewhere where there was going to be a group of people. Um, I had to have a way out. Mm. So say if we're sitting in a restaurant and I was in the far end of the table and I could not move or get out when I needed to, I would start to panic straight away. I could start to sweat, start to feel sick in the stomach. And even days up to it, knowing that I'm going to be around other people in a kind of confined space. It's not even got to do with the space. It's, it's having to talk to the people. Yeah. What have I not in common with them? What are we going to talk about? Um, all this sort of stuff. And it all starts building up in your head that makes you feel sick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and again, this is where the counselling came in. And I'll give you a prime example. When it was really, really bad, say, every Christmas Eve, we used to go to Regina's mother's place. All her family would be there. And all the kids would be there. Uh, and they'd do a little santi. A week before it, I'd be absolutely dreading it. Mm. Because I didn't know what to be saying. I didn't know where to sit. I didn't know where to stand. And the whole way through it, just the sweat would be running down my back. Um, so the counsellor got me thinking in the way he taught me to pick a building that's near Regina's home place. And uh, picked it. And while you're, he said, while you're in the party, visualize that, visualize that building on your way home. So he's more, more or less telling me it is going to end and you're, you are going to pass that building on the way home. So rather than me worrying about what I'm going to be saying or where am I going to be sitting, I'm focused on that building on the way home, which it actually worked because it, uh, I was anxious, but it wasn't as anxious as I would have normally been. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it, if I had to get that counselling, I don't know what it would have been like now. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and would it be always in group gatherings? Like, would it be like family events or friends, would it ever be if you were just going out in public to the shops or anything like that, for example? No, it would be in the shops, anything like that, because I, I, I wouldn't have a need to stop and talk to someone or, yeah. you know, that sort of way. It's only when to be a gathering of people, whether I knew them or didn't know them. It could have been my own family down home, the very same. Yeah. Um, it, it went that bad. But again, over time with, with the right counsellor and the right counsellor, it's way, way better than it was. Yes. And the, the, going to the fitness classes helped huge as well because it got me out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
yeah, social anxiety, it's it's a big problem and, and people people just don't understand it. And that's fine, like you're not if you don't understand it, but people don't know that they actually have it. That's the problem. Yeah. And if you don't know yeah. that you have something like like social anxiety, you, you're not gonna know how to deal with it, or you're not gonna know, I suppose, sometimes how to even ask for that help. No. Small little things I- like visualize that building on your way home. Small little things like that, but again, that's what that's why they're qualified. That's why it's a it's a counselor. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I will always remember that. Like I, I think it's it could be, oh, six years, seven years since I had my last lot of counselling. Yeah. And that always sticks in my head. If I'm going somewhere that I'm going, I know I'm going to feel uncomfortable. I'll just pick a building, and I'll visualise that building on the way home. Very good. And then the actual moment. When I'm there, it's not half as bad. Yeah. And then again, you get that big burst of the contemplation uh, on your way home. You've done it. Yeah. It wasn't a big course. deal, you know? Yeah. So. It always, it'll always seem worse than it actually is, I suppose, would it? Yes, exactly. When, when you're suffering something like that, it, it seems unbelievable that you have to do it. But when you were on the way home after doing it, it wasn't that bad at all. And then the more you do it, the easier it gets. Would you be? Would you say the same for if somebody is suffering with anxiety or depression or, or any type of mental health issue and they don't know what to do or where to go or who to turn to, would you say that to them? Just the first step is the hardest, but once you do it, you'll be glad you did? Um. The, the, the first step is the hardest, but it, again, it's not it's not an easy fix. For me, I, I would try and get that person to go see a counselor. So yeah, the, the more tools you have in your in your head and your mindset to, to yeah. kind of react to the situations that you're going to be in, uh, the better for them. So yeah. the first thing you would do is just tell them go see a counselor, tell them what you think you have, let them decide and. They will, they will tell you the way to, to go after that rather than me because again everyone is different the next person could have it worse than the way I had it you know what I mean so that's why it's so important to get that professional help first and then yeah. take it from there very good and do you like you train every day nearly don't you well I know you are now because of lockdown and, and you don't have a, a gym or, or a class environment to kind of keep you accountable or hold you accountable so you're training you're now on day 75 exercising at home 75 yeah, yeah. it's amazing uh, that's amazing I'd say, I'd say by the looks of things we might get to 100 yeah it looks like that unfortunately but like I said I'm, I'm watching your page every single day and if I see one yeah. day your, your post hasn't gone up <laughs> most well I won't say by the time I'm awake because I'm awake early now with, with the little one I, I have the little baby but if I see there's 9am and you haven't posted yet I'll be on to you yeah. straight away <laughs> very good and, and too because it makes me accountable you know yeah and, and that's it and, and just on that though you always train at 6am so we always say like it's it's a fantastic time to try and people always ask me what's the best time to try and what's the best time to eat this what's the best time to eat that there's no Okay, you can when if you're an athlete, okay, there's a, a particular time you should eat certain things and, and so on. But for a regular person, especially when's the best time to exercise, I always tell them, anytime, just exercise. But for yeah. you, why do you exercise at 6 a.m. every morning? Right. 
I, I'll just go back a little bit again to when I, I and, and a little bit about the social anxiety as well. When I started in your place in Rathdoor first, um, I was after having about three weeks off of doing exercises. So I was starting to come back into that, that bad place again. Mm. So the very first morning I went to Rat Oat, six o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, and went in. And I have to I have to hand it to him here on. Mm. If and and I mean the way I was back then, anything at all that happened that I felt bad or anything like that, I wouldn't have been back. And that's true as I'm sitting here. So it, in fair to Kieran, he, he made everyone feel comfortable. Mm. Like it didn't matter whether you were there to lose weight, you know, muscle or, or whatever the reason. Everyone was treated the same. Um, everyone got his time and we had a bit of a laugh as well. If, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have been back. Yeah. But it did happen. And I'm there, I'm going there since. Yeah. You know what I mean? Glad to hear that. Kieran's great. He's very infectious. Like, and, and that's what it's all about. It's not about going and losing weight. If you want to lose weight, okay, we'll help you lose weight. If you want to prom weight, no problem. But you have to have fun doing it as well. Otherwise, you're not going to yes. enjoy it. And Kieran's great at doing it. He's great at making a fun. And he, yeah. he is very approachable. You can ask him anything you can in, confide in him. And obviously, 100%, yes. I, I had this thing in my head, right? I'm going to this uh, fitness class and there's a person trainer going to be doing. He's going to be huge. He's going to be muscle-bound probably won't fit in the door. Um, he's going to be real strict. Um, totally the opposite. Yeah. Totally the opposite. That's the simple reason I went, kept going back. Um, but the, the reasons the reasons that I train at six o'clock in the morning is, <coughs> excuse me, um, Regina works, uh, say during the day, we'll take away the, the, the COVID. So, yeah. Regina worked, she'd go to work at nine o'clock and I would look after the kids then and then Regina would come home and I would go to work. So the only time that I would get to exercise would be early in the morning. Um, and that earlier the better for me. So the six o'clock class, absolutely perfect. But it also gave me a great way to, to start the day with the depression and, and anxiety as well. Yeah. That I had them that hour, two hours to myself before all the madness of the kids and breakfast and all that started as well. So I'm not going to sit here and say it was easy to get up early every morning. It's far from easy, but like I said earlier, I'll do whatever it takes for me not to go back to that place was a few years ago. Yeah. You know, you're um, almost exercising. And you're waking up and exercising before the, the the depression or the bad thoughts wake up and enter your mind. Yeah, like I don't I don't think the the depression and the, the, the bad thoughts it's 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 the way I feel after it by exercise. Mm. And that's that's why I do it. Like say takes this morning for instance I woke up will I get up out of bed will I not and this is nearly every morning yeah. it's, it's not easy getting up out of bed I get up 
brush my teeth, go up to, go up to the kitchen. And I'm sitting at the table drinking my coffee before I go up to the shed. And even then, it's not too late, Jeff, John. You can go in and watch Netflix <laughs> before they get up. And you now you're constantly fighting with your brain yeah. to get over to the shed before you even start your workout. But once you go over to the shed and start your workout and you finish it, I, I just feel proud that yeah. I bet all of these gremlins in my head telling me not to do it. And it just you just feel great after it. Yeah, and no. that's why what that's the hardest part is going the first time. But then when you know the feeling that you have after exercising, if you yes. can remember that feeling when you're trying to almost talk yourself out and not exercise. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I really don't want to do it, but I know how good I'm gonna feel in like 30, 40 minutes. Yes, exactly. And yes. it's it's the same every single morning. <laughs> you're fighting with your mindset to, to get over to the shed. So yeah. if there's anyone out there Say, have them gremlins fight you in, in the mornings, wherever, before your workout. Just don't, don't give in to them. And just take that feeling that when you're finished, that you're after getting another medal. Yeah, there's a, there's a yeah. saying, you never regret the workout you've just done. No. It, it doesn't matter if, if you were tired doing it or you didn't lift as heavy as weights you did the day before, or you didn't do as many reps, you've done it. Yeah. You got up, you went to the shed, you went to the gym and you done it. Very you know. good. And just just to kind of touch on... I'm oh, sorry, do you exercise like... Every, I know you're exercising every day now, okay? Because this is, I think, important to talk about as well. You're exercising 75 days in a row now. But yeah. I always talk about recovery and you can't exercise every single day. This is what I always say. Yeah. But there comes a time when you need to kind of assess that and say, okay, well, I'm not lifting massive weights. I am, yeah. So I'm not going to be too sore the next day. I suppose it depends on the type of training you're doing. Do you do different type of training every single day or most days, or is it the exact same? Or do you even be sore the next day? Like how are you able to go 75 days in a row? Um, some, some days I might be, I might be a little bit sore, but the kind of plan I have, I change it up every couple of weeks. So the plan I'm on at the minute is I work one muscle group a week. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'll say on Monday, routines, I yeah. work my arms. Tuesday, of chest. Wednesday, so that's how back. You, that's how you recover. So yeah. You're doing a split yeah. routine. Very good. Very um, good. And then after a couple of weeks, I just change it up. So I'm not getting bored of doing yeah. the same thing. You know what I mean? So I might work on two muscle groups once or twice a week. You know, just keep changing it up. Yeah. And you have, I've seen on your Instagram videos as well, you have a bit of equipment there as well. So a lot of people are, are saying nowadays with the lockdown, they're not exercising because they don't have equipment. But I'd also say you don't need equipment to exercise. No, no, not at Obviously, all. obviously yeah. that didn't stop you. I know you have a little bit, but there's other exercises you do that you don't actually need equipment for. I think the, the most important thing here is why you're exercising. Everybody needs to have that why, as they say, why am I exercising? Yeah. Obviously, you're doing it yeah. to, to make sure you're, you're keeping your head in the right place as well. But obviously, just the physical aspect of it. But it's mainly, I suppose, the mental side of it. But I just think it's very important that people realise it, realise they have to deal with something and then just go and deal with it. I just feel, the, especially now, and look, John, you're a 49-year-old male. The male... Statistics in males um, with their mental health issues, it's, it's very, very bad. 
um, men don't seem to reach out as much as women do. That's just what the statistic would say. Um, what would what would you just say to people if they're if they're in that place and they just they don't especially if it's a bloke and they don't want to reach out to someone on their football team or or one of the lads as you were saying, just reach out to someone that you do trust. Yes, like I mean, who you reach out to is very very important. Um, it, it has to be someone you trust. Yeah, and I would hope at this day and age that someone has at least one person in their life that they can trust. Yeah. And even if, if, if you find it hard to actually say the words coming out of your mouth, write them down, put it in a piece of paper and envelope and give it to them. Send them an yeah. email. And there is, the, even if you didn't have somebody in your life, don't, don't let that be the reason you don't talk to anybody. There's obviously these um, organisations out there, you have PA the House, Smart, yes, and exactly. all these type of things. Um, it's very important just to reach out. Yes, even if you go to the GP, yeah. Just tell them there's something wrong. Like John, I'm I'm listening to your story and and you've been a member of the gym uh, uh, since the very first day in Rathout and I didn't know any of this. And it's just it just goes to show and we say it all the time. You don't know what people are dealing with, so be kind always. That's what we always say. Be kind to everybody because you just don't know what they're dealing with themselves. I just yeah. feel that um, a lot of people might be able to, unfortunately, might be able to understand where you're coming from because they're probably going through it themselves. Um, I just hope that they kind of reach out and maybe take, like, although your story at the very start, I suppose it's it's sad to hear somebody is even feeling that way, but it's even it'd be even sadder if they didn't do anything about it. And I yes, feel exactly. your story is is very inspirational because for anybody but especially for a man to speak out about this it's not it's not heard of a lot and i feel that's a shame no it's not it's not and and it's that old stigma of years ago mm. men don't talk like that you have to be the man of the house yeah all this sort of like times have changed now and for me it's it's not a big deal for me to go in and, and have a conversation with Regina. No matter what day of the week it is, how do I feel? Yeah. It wouldn't cost me a thought if I cried in front of her. Mm. You know, that, that, like the, the sooner that we realise that it's okay to talk, to talk about your feelings, your emotions, to, the, the better people are going to be because talking is huge. Yeah, you have to talk, no matter what's wrong with you. If you, I always say that as well, even if you have any small issue with somebody, you should just talk to them about it because you can just deal exactly, with it there and yeah. then and it's over with. And, and the other side of it is, you had all this going on in your mind and it's only when you spoke to Regina about it, she knew there was something wrong, but she thought it was something totally different. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, once, that's massively... Once, once, once I said to Regina, there's something wrong with and when she did, when she knew that it wasn't that I didn't love her, and we went to the GP, everything changed. Then, absolutely everything. Now, don't don't get me wrong; it wasn't easy. Yeah. But I could see, like at the end of the tunnel, I could see there was a way out. I did. I, did, I didn't have to carry all this on my own shoulders anymore. Just from communicating. You know what I mean? Yes, just by saying something wrong. So, you're communicating with Regina. You're now able to seek help for depression she yeah. also now understands that it's not who you have a problem with yeah 
from so everyone starting, everyone benefits everybody benefits yeah and and regina even knows she she knows the signs now if we start feeling down and she'll say to herself john you need to go see the council there you, you know what i mean you have that support network that's very important yeah. that's that's fantastic to hear yeah. because you you need that everybody needs that 100 yeah. brilliant it's brilliant that you have that john and listen thanks very much for telling me telling me all this and, and sharing and and hopefully i know i know you're hoping that it helps even if it just helps that one person i think the yeah. important thing here is to realize that there's other people out there in the same situation as yourself that's what you need to to understand if you're someone sitting at home listening to this or whatever yeah you're not alone it's Definitely all you, you always see on on even on social media it's okay not to be okay some people see that and read that and don't know what it means but basically it means if you're suffering with any type of mental health issue it's okay to be like that yeah. it's okay you have to understand that it's okay to feel like that but you have to reach out you and reached out yeah, that that's another thing with the with the counselling. Like he used to tell me, if you wake up and you're not feeling, you're not feeling it. Worst thing you can do is start fighting it, because yeah. you're going to be exhausted. Just let it let it go. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. That day will come to an end, and tomorrow will bring new things. Yeah. If you're constantly fighting, 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 fighting with that mindset. You're going to be exhausted. You know what I mean? And that's, that's when it gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I just hope I hope it helps people. John, I know it's going to help people. Um, just reach out, speak to somebody. And when you're not feeling like that, other people then start to see it because you're out there sharing it with them, like you said about Regina. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic that you have that support there. But if you don't no, have the support there, at least you can go to counselling and the counsellor, by what you're saying to them, I suppose, they'll be able to look for signs and stuff like that. Like, obviously, they're the, they're the qualified person telling them how to deal with it. Exactly, yeah. And and, and some people mightn't feel, feel comfortable talking to their partners about it. So that's yeah. why a counsellor is so important as well. You can say whatever you like to them. It's just between you and them. Yeah, I've heard that before. So many people are like, look at this person whether it's a it's, it's a male or female they have so many close friends they have so much family around them they're, they're surrounded by partners and, and kids and and whatever and you would you would from the outside look and might think they had a lot of people to reach out to but it's not that the family or friends aren't there for them it's that the individual sometimes feels that they don't want to be a burden on these individuals or i don't want to upset them or i don't want to worry them but that's okay if you don't want it and because you can't tell someone no you have to reach out to your partner you have to reach out to your best friend because not everybody is going to feel comfortable they don't want to put that burden on somebody first of all i'd always say you're not a burden on anybody and it's only when you speak to a friend or a family member you'll realize that they're actually glad you spoke to them but if you do still feel like that go to a counselor and they will i suppose do what you do what they've done with you, help you think differently, help you deal with certain thoughts. Am I right? Yes. So one of the big things that, that I learned from the counsellors as well is I have to. He said, get that out of your vocabulary straight away. Yeah. It, it, 
puts so much pressure on, on people and it's a false, it's a false, uh, it's a false thing. Um, just say, for instance, I have to be uh, in Ashbourne in 20 minutes. Yeah. Now, by me saying I have to, it's, it's, it's a false statement to we'll get that tyre. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be there in 20 minutes. I yeah. have to win that next competition. Anything would go wrong yeah. to stop you from winning that competition. So all these hafters start building up in your head as well and put even more pressure on depending on, on more pressure there you go because yeah. if you don't get the Ashbourne within 20 minutes if you don't win that competition that can affect you then I suppose in a negative way is that what you mean exactly yes exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. it's better so, it's just your, your rather rather I, than say rather than say I have to get to Ashbourne I have to win this competition I'm going to try my best to get to Ashbourne in 20 minutes I'm going to try my best to, to win this competition the chances are I might not but I'm going to try my best that's all you can Rather do. Than, yes, exactly. Yeah. Try your best in anything in life, and, and I don't want to get too kind of deep in that, but it's just about trying your best. Whatever you do, try your best. Exactly. And, and if you make it work brilliant, for example, the competition, if you win that competition, fantastic. If you don't, don't be too hard on yourself, because I suppose that people let that get to them as well. Oh, my God, I didn't do this. I'm, I'm a <laughs> yes, failure. I'm this or that. At least you try it. So many people out there are not trying. Exactly. When you speak of competitions... Um, can we touch on that real quickly? I know you have what type of competitions is it? Do you want to tell people? But it's, it's dog agility competitions. Brilliant. Uh, say I'm a, a dog trainer. That's what I do. Um, yeah. And I do I do pet dog obedience or, or whatnot puppy training. But the thing that that kind of floats my boat is dog agility. Um, for anyone that doesn't know what it is, it's it's, it's much the same as Show jumping, only a dog is doing it, and the 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 they have a hander, which would be me. Very um, good. So for me, it's 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 amazing. And again, going back to the pressure and all that, I, I used to put myself under awful pressure doing that as well. To be successful in it, I have to win. And then yeah. when I didn't win like for a week after, I was just down on myself. Yeah, you know what I mean. So whether it's competition or everyday life. This have to, I would throw it out the window. Yeah. Just try your best. You know? Very good. What's the name of the, the company? Um, Doggy All Sorts. Doggy All Sorts. Uh, Doggy All Sorts, yeah. Very good. You can find it on Facebook uh, or John Bow on Facebook as well. Either yeah, Doggy All Sorts or John I'm going to have a look at that. I'm going to have a look at that later. Yeah. yeah. Very um, good. I'd say that's good fun. It's interesting. It is. Uh, you, you, you get a real adrenaline rush as well. Myself and, and Ben, one of my dogs, we've been at World Championships in Holland, England. Um, we've competed in Crufts twice. Um, like it, it, it's amazing what you can get out of it. <laughs> um, like he finished fifth place in the World Championships oh three years ago. Brilliant. Um, and our goal is to try and get on the podium. But of course, COVID is after putting the yeah. Mockers on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, time so, will come. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. Like, I mean, it's a long-term goal, so we take one have, goal at a time. It's good to have goals. Everybody needs goals. Yes, exactly. Well, listen, John, um, thanks very much. No problem, Jared. talking today from going through that whole journey 
there's, I just know there's so many people that are going to be able to understand where you are now, where you once were. Some people are about to, some people are where you were back then. Some people are in the middle of it. Some people, I suppose, are where you are now and are kind of on the other side of it, but still fighting them demons every single day and, and understanding that it is doable. Um, yeah, no, it's it just goes to show. Like I said, I've I've done loads of classes with you in the gym. I didn't know any of this. It just goes to show what people say all the time: be kind to everybody. You just don't know what they're going through. Yes, exactly. And I would have yeah, never yeah. thought of this either. I would have never had you down for someone who suffers with depression. You know, because yeah. you're very you're you come into the gym. You're the first in every morning, six a.m. You're always there. You're always talking to people. Um, never seem to have an issue. You know. That, that's, wind, and that's that's okay. the that's a scary part about it, I think. Yeah, but I think that's how far things have come. Yeah, like back 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 in the in the real bad days, I would have been the same, but it would have been a, a put on. It would have been a false face, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I might have been smiling or talking, but inside, well, it wasn't working at all. Yeah. You know, and that's just shows to show how far have come. Because I'm doing these things now, but I'm doing it comfortably. You know what I mean? Mm. So every every little bit helps. Of course. Well, John, look, just keep going. Keep doing what you have to do. And uh, keep doing them daily workouts. Because like I said earlier, I'm watching now. <laughs> I'm going to make sure you're held accountable. Me and Karen are annoying you now. <laughs> yeah. No, um, they'll be done. Yeah, listen, thanks very much, John. I do appreciate it. Um, we might get you back on uh, in the future, see have you kept up the exercising and and, uh, yeah. and seeing how you're, I suppose, just getting on. If that's okay with you, we'll, we'll talk in the future, I suppose. No problem, Ger. And, and again, thanks a million for having me on. I hope someone gets some help out of it. Yeah, no, thank you. I, I know you, you certainly will help people with that story because not enough people share their stories, not enough people who are dealing with these things, know that there is a support network there and know that they're not alone. They're not the only person going through this. So many have been through it before. So many are going through it now and so many have gone through it in the past. Um, it's a very important story you're at the telling, John. So thanks very much, okay? No problem. Thanks a million, Jared. Thank Take care, John. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so thanks very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you were able to take something from it. Please subscribe to the channel, tell friends and family and share on your social media pages. So thanks very much again for listening, everybody. Take care.